Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, Minahan has gone home. He's back on the air at 6 a.m., so he gets to go home and go to sleep. Uh, here until 10, Picard until midnight, Sports Radio, WEEI. Uh, the reaction has been about as negative as you might expect here in the last couple of hours, last hour or so, uh, since the Celtics made their pick, with all the rumors of them making a trade and acquiring a big-time player, when they took the pick, it was going to be uh, a negative reaction, but even more so given that it's Jalen Brown, a player that is only a freshman, is not Buddy Heald, a Big 12 player of the year. Uh, it's not Chris Dunn who played at Providence. It's going to be reacted to negatively, and, and certainly you guys have, have given your thoughts, and as you get through on the phones here at 617-779-7937, we'll continue to take your reaction uh, up until 10 o'clock. Uh, as for me... I wouldn't pretend to have watched a lot of Jalen Brown in college. I uh, wouldn't pretend to stay up late and watch the Cal games and the Pac-12 Pac network. However, from the guys who are the experts on this, Chad Ford, Jeff Goodman, uh, although Jeff Goodman is not a fan, you'll hear that coming up in a little bit, uh, Kevin O'Connor, 19 years old, freakish athletically, can take the ball to the basket, and is a, a player that can guard three different positions and presents possibly the most upside and potential at that pick. For me, I'm okay with it. I would have much preferred trading that pick for a veteran. Trade for Butler. Trade for Hayward. Trade for Jilly Lokerford. Forget veteran. 20, 21-year-old player who is going to be a very good offensive player for sure going forward in the post. The Celtics have none. I was hashtag trade the pick. Once they made the pick, we opened the show tonight at 7 o'clock, and I said, take Jalen Brown. And they took Jalen Brown. There is huge bust potential because he's not a great offensive player now. He gets by a lot on his athletics. And there are things he does well from Kevin O'Connor's draft guide. Ideal blend of speed and physical dimensions. Excellent change of direction ability on both tight areas and open floors. Talking about this player. Talking about his ability. Uh, what he's able to do. So there are some good things there. We'll break that down over the course of the next hour. But it's been pretty poor, the reaction from you guys here tonight. The internet reaction has not been good. And the reaction to the Garden tonight uh, has not been good as well. Wick Grosbeck booed when he made the pick at the uh, draft party. Uh, Jalen Brown, small ball forward. Intriguing player, according to O'Connor. A uh, couple of positive, excellent frame, NBA body, explosive athlete, high defensive potential, has the strength to move laterally with perimeter, uh, perimeter players and the strength to defend many bigs, so he can guard multiple spots. Brad Stevens likes that. Boxes out well, versatility, at a premium skill in the NBA. Here are the negatives. Sluggish footwork, bad shot selection, poor decision-making, there's a feeling he got bored in college this year and reading up on, on Jalen Brown the last uh, couple of minutes or so. If he got bored in college, one of the reasons why he uh, was not the type of player he could have been. So we'll see. 
Uh, the 15th pick is on the clock, the Nuggets. The Celtics will draft at 16, so we are, are not going anywhere. We'll get to the Celtics pick coming up. 617-779-7937, the phone number. Uh, on Twitter, at MuttMutWeei. Your reaction to what the Celtics did or did not do at number three. Uh, their next pick coming up here in just a second. Uh, Mike and Rockland on the pick tonight. Mike, you're next up on the NBA Draft Show here on WEI. Hey, how you doing? Good. I'll tell you this: I did just throw my PlayStation Four controller to the TV, and if I'm mad, uh, it's a little, I it's a little, kind of a waste of money. This. It's an awful pick. If you're going to take Jalen Brown, if you can't make a trade for this guy, for that pick, okay, you can't do anything with Chicago. Sure, you can't do anything with them. Then you have to take picks. You have to draft. I agree. But you have to trade out of that slot and get more picks. You don't take him at three. There's no way. Why do you want more picks? Why do I want to draft Jalen Brown? I'd rather have two Jalen Browns than one. You don't have to take him at three. There's no need to take him at three. And I think this other kid called before me and go, athletic, athletic. I mean, Kedrick Brown was athletic. Yeah, and Kedrick Brown was, a, it was an ap- was absolute bust. And you want to yeah, compare him to Kedrick Brown, that's fine. We can also compare him to Avery Bradley, who came in as a defensive athlete and ended up being one of your best players. Okay, and he had a skill. He was a defensive player. There's a way better defensive player than this kid is. And by the way, 30 minutes, he has two assists in 30 minutes. Well, he's a power forward worked in college. Worked out. He, he was a power yeah. forward in college. How many assists do you want him to have? What? He's supposed to be a wing player. He's athletic. He shouldn't handle the ball, right? He can't handle the ball. Freshman, freshman of the year. That. Freshman of the year in the Pac-12. Thirty minutes a game. Fourteen points, five rebounds. I watched it. I watched it all year. I watched it. Ivan Rab ended up a better player than him. The kid who stayed in school was better than him. You can't take him at three. You have to trade out of that spot. All right. So you would have traded down, uh, Mike. You're on the record. You would have traded down. Uh, I, I don't know what trades were available. Wick continues to say that there were not a lot of trades available there. Maybe they could not trade down. Uh, and get multiple picks in the top ten. I, I maybe if you could have kept multiple picks in the top ten, I guess. Uh, Kirk and I both said Denzel Valentine with the number fifteen pick. Uh, we're interested with uh, him in that spot. It sounds like uh, Denzel Valentine is off the board here. Uh, looking here at the picks, and as we are breaking through, uh, let's Bulls keeping Denzel Valentine. No trade here. He's off the board at 14. Nuggets on the clock here at 15. So our guy, Denzel Valentine, Michigan State, no longer available. Uh, 15, the Nuggets. And we'll see what happens to the Celtics at 16. Uh, the Nuggets are going to take Juan Hernan Gomez. No, it's, it's uh, Hanan Gomez. Juan Hanan Gomez at number 15, who I know nothing about uh, there at that pick. So Celtics officially on the clock. Uh, Mark Stein, ESPN. Uh, we'll get his updates here in just a second. Uh, back to your call. Celtics about to make a pick at 16. Danny and Danvers. Hi, Danny. Hi, how's it going? What's up, man? Uh, I, so, obviously, they should have traded the pick if they could have gotten Butler or, or whoever else might be out there. But when I hear people call and say, well, we didn't want Day or Jalen Brown, you ask them, well, who else did you want? You kind of get this sigh or sort of a questioning, well, I don't know. Yeah, they want to trade. And when you, when you ask them, they went, well, okay, you didn't get Jimmy Butler, you didn't get Greg Hayward, who's the player? And no one has an answer for that. Unless they're Providence fans who want a Chris Dunn, which I get. Well, so, so look at, like, Buddy Heels. What's the real upside of Buddy Heels in the NBA? Like, J.J. Redick, maybe? So that's, like, a first Well, Del, Del, Del Curry was the comp we talked about. A pure sharpshooter who hits you know, upwards of 40% from three and stretches know, defense. a little more recently and that people might be a little sure. more familiar with. So let's, let's just say Redick or whatever. Sure. People forget Chris Dunn had major shoulder problems at Providence, including a season he sat out entirely. 
with the shoulder injury. He's had two surgeries on the shoulder. I agree Dunn would have been a – I would have personally taken Dunn. But at the same time, if you think about it, yeah, they shouldn't be drafting for need. But if you pick Dunn, you now have to trade one of your guards at 25 cents on the dollar because there's too many guards. You can't play four guards. They have way too many guards if they take Chris Dunn. So unless you can pull the trigger before the draft, you're again, you're taking 25 cents on the dollar. For people who haven't seen Jalen Brown, think like DeMar DeRozan is a good comparison. That dude couldn't shoot worth a crap out of college. Came out of USC as a freshman. Learned how to shoot. He's going to be a max contract player this year. Super athletic. More of a mid-range guy, but same difference. Gets to the hole. Super athletic. Good defensive player. Well, I'll give you one. How, how about When I watched the highlights of him, and it's, the, the comp was on uh, some of the websites today, but he looks like he could be Jimmy Butler. That he's going to play yeah. on the wing, get to the basket. He's about, he has to develop a shot. There is no doubt. He cannot shoot right now, and that's a major issue. But if he can develop the skill that Avery Bradley and others have developed, then guess what? All of a sudden, you've got yourself an all-star level player at number three. Yeah, I'd say no. But Butler's fair comparison. Same with DeRozan. It's one of those athletic swingman guys who is not a 42% three-point shooter, but scores 20-something a game and is effective. I agree he's a project. He's not going to help you next year, I don't think. I mean, maybe they won't bring back Evan Turner because they have him now. Hopefully, well, Evan Turner is going to walk. He's going to get too much money for the Knicks. And, but I, I just I, I don't understand the complaints about the pick. Like, we've given the other options or Dragon Bender. There would have been a riot. No, now. I, 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 I and get, I, I, I heard Ordway today, and, and Danny, good breakdown. Appreciate the phone call. You know, Ordway who invented the game. You know, wants Dragon Bender and hold on to him and keep him long term. Uh, I'm fine with Brown, uh, given the options you had uh, of the players you could have taken. I'm okay with Jalen Brown in that spot. In fact, I prefer him to Buddy Heald. I prefer him to Chris Dunn. I prefer those that player to the other ones available there. I would have most preferred a trade. And the question is going to become going forward, what did the Celtics turn down? They talked to reportedly the 76ers about a deal late into the process. They talked to the Bulls late into the process. Wick Grousebeck. We have the cut of Wick saying that the offers weren't good. Patio, so people have this. Let, Wick Grousebeck on Comcast uh, defending the idea the Celtics did not make a trade here and claimed that the offers weren't good. started yesterday, and it really has picked up over the last couple hours. The phone was ringing, but the, uh, the prices that people wanted for certain guys and certain assets were just, you know, multiply. You'd have to divide them in half. I mean, it wasn't even close. There was, no, there was no deal that we even got close to. There was no deal out there for Celtics Nation, no deal for Celtics ownership, no deal for the Celtics. We got to build this thing towards Banner 18. We got to make every decision, whether people like it or not, whether it looks good tonight or not. We, my responsibility is to do what's right for the Celtics for Banner 18 as best I can do it. So it's just fine to say if it ends up being true. If we find out that it was Avery Bradley and the number three overall pick, Celtic fans have a right to go crazy. They didn't trade that for Jimmy Butler. If you find out it was Okahor, Okafor and a couple of first-round picks for three, I think you have a right to be upset. So we'll find out here uh, in the next, I would say, couple hours. Woj or Goodman or one of these guys will have what the trades the Celtics turned down. Uh, George in Springfield on the Celtics here on Draft Night Sports Radio. Hey, George. What's going on, guys? What's up, George? Um, listen, if the Celtics turn down anything better than tonight, I, I highly lose any respect for the Celtics. I'm not a huge Celtics fan, but 
they had the number three pick in the draft, and they choose this guy, the guy out of nowhere, when they had deals on the table going with other people. Uh, what makes me want to watch them next year? What makes me think that Danny Ainge is going to do anything this upcoming year? I, I Granted, he has a whole bunch of picks, but... He doesn't do anything with picks. See, I would say the team is still going to be good. If you like the team this year, the team is not going to be much different in 2017, George. Uh, the team is still going to be a middle-of-the-Eastern Conference contender for a playoff spot. That didn't change tonight. In fact, no player you could have drafted at that spot was going to change the general direction of uh, the Celtic team. Well, would have changed the direction and the upward mobility of the Celtics was a trade. Once they didn't make the trade, you guys tell me. And the caller there just blasted the Jalen Brown pick. Which of the players they didn't take was going to make a significant, imp- a significant impact Excuse me, on the Celtics next year or the year after? The answer is nobody. I get that you're pissed off they didn't trade for the player. What I don't get is banging on the guy they took and not having an option of who they could have taken there. And talking about Buddy Heald or Chris Dunn. These are good players. None of these guys are great players. I don't, we don't know if Jalen Brown is going to be a great player. We know the Celtics are basically on the clock here. They are going to draft at any moment. Uh, the Nuggets just took Spanish forward Juan Hernan Gomez at number 15. Um, the Celtics are inside three minutes to make their pick. The Celtics took Jalen Brown with the first option they had at number three. Uh, Their roster is a little bit in flux going forward. They have plenty of cap space. We know that. They have plenty of guards. Uh, They lack big men in the post. They uh, they lack athleticism outside of uh, Jay Crowder up front. And they have other players like Evan Turner who are probably not going to be back next year. So very much up in the air. Two and a half minutes. Unlike the Celtics' first pick at three, there has been no buzz here whatsoever. We spent the first half hour of the show talking about the great rumors of Jimmy Butler and the 76, all these trade rumors, going into pick number one at three overall. There has not been a sniff of what the Celtics are going to do here at number 16. So is maybe that's a sign of a good thing that there is a trade coming. I, I would trade this pick for a, a veteran player, too. The veteran players move today. Guys like Thaddeus Young traded for the 20th pick overall. Uh, Oladipo and company headed to the Thunder for Serge Ibaka dealt. So we'll see what the Celtics do here. I, if they trade this for a veteran player who can help them next year, then that would fulfill making them a little bit better for 2016, 2017, and also getting the project player in Jalen Brown, who is as close to a project as you can take at number three overall. Because old people only saw him for a year at Cal. He's definitely highly regarded heading into his senior year in high school. He was the freshman of the year, was seen as an NBA-ready player, and the reports are tonight that Jalen Brown wowed Danny Ainge. He had two workouts, a couple of interviews, and that those two things convinced Danny Ainge he was going to be that guy. So he bought in, and Celtics apparently bought in. A live shot right now of ESPN uh, has in the draft room Somebody on the phone uh, talking there in the Celtics draft room. But we have no idea who they're going to take. There's not a sniff. I am basically sitting here. This is the inside radio. We're sitting here waiting for Woj to tweet out the pick. Or Goodman to tweet out the pick. Then we can react to it. 
uh, inside 40 seconds uh, till they make this pick. I, I wanted Washington. After that, a lot of the names at this point in the draft, for, for most of us, we go on the experts. 617-779-7937 is your phone number. Uh, Deonta Davis, the big guy from Michigan State, also still available. And I, I saw this morning, and looking at some of the mock drafts, Steve Bullpett and Mark Murphy, Boston Herald, had Davis as a guy that they would really, really like. So Devontae Davis still there. Scal Labrisi from Kentucky is still there. So there are names that the casual college hoop fan is going to know. As it is, the pick is in. And nobody has tweeted out the pick as far as I can tell. This is, a, is this the first time tonight that the, the pick has gone in and nobody's beaten ESPN to the punch? Something up here from Danny Ainge at number 16? Something bigger than just taking a player? I Doubtful. Because, we'll see. We want fireworks. We've been promised fireworks to Celtics fans. We have no, nothing on Twitter. Twitter is not broken this yet. Carl Rat, they're just sitting there talking about <laughs> what the pick is going to be. The pick is in, but you don't have it. And it could go one of a million ways here. One of a million ways. They could uh, get a pick that they're going to stash. They could get a pick that is going to go elsewhere and sit around for a certain period of time. We are waiting for the pick to be in. Uh, Celtics will select Gershon Yablusa. Uh, I, I worked on this name before. Uh, they are going to draft a player uh, at number 16 overall. Gershon, Ger, excuse me, it, it, this is a tough one. Gershon Yablusel, I believe is how you pronounce his name. I'll give you a quick breakdown of that. This is multiple play, multiple uh, reports now. ESPN doesn't have it yet. We'll have the audio for you right when they go to the pick here. Uh, can tell you he is out of France. Stretch big man, 6'8", 240. Projected in the mock draft that I'm looking at to go in the early second round uh, at 43. Explosive athlete on offense where he'll throw down haymaker slams, uses wide frame to bully smaller players. Doesn't play with the same intensity on defense, so his upside is questionable. Could largely depend on his character. So they're taking the French big man, and we'll go to uh, ESPN here in a second when they end up making the pick. Uh, played for Ruin, his French team, 6'8", 240. Uh, I don't have a good scouting report on the French league, the international French teams, but averaged 11 points and 6.8 rebounds in just shy of 30 minutes. Uh, Celtics need... Some big energy inside. They need big bodies inside. So certainly something like this uh, can help them. I am not going to pretend in any way, shape, or form to know anything about them. Adam Silver on the podium. In the 2016 NBA draft, the Boston Celtics select Gershon Yabusele from Drew, France. He last played for Rouen in France. Gershon Yabusele sitting in the stands here in Brooklyn. And the celebration is on. So, Fran Fraschella, what about Yabusele? You know, Reese, we used to call guys like this tweeners, but now we call him a small ball four man. 
and everybody's looking for that next Draymond Green. Six foot eight, 240 pounds. He's a load. He's like a Larry Johnson type body inside, but he also shoots 43% from behind the arc. He can block it, he can dunk it, and this is what he does that the Celtics like. He can stretch the defense, played at a good level. Think about Pro-A in France and all the French players in the NBA. French basketball translates, and this is a 20-year-old small ball four-man. Nice pick by Boston. Is it is it a nice pick for right now, Fran? I think he can help them. Uh, Reese, he is 20, but he's got experience. Um, I do think he can help them, especially because what does Boston need? Outside shooting. So there's a chance he could stick on this roster. Those picks. We'll let Danny Ainge figure that out. And it's there you go. We'll continue to roll on that. And it's Gershon Yabusele. I was actually pretty close on the last name the first time I tried it. But it's Gershon Yabusele out of French. So that's the big keyword now in the NBA, stretch four. And you heard Fran Fraschilla. That was Fran Fraschilla at ESPN, who does a lot of the international scouting for them. He's calling him a stretch four, and his comp there was Draymond Green. Well, I'm, I'm not going to be lucky as hell to get Draymond Green here in this draft. 6'8", 240, 11 points, 6 rebounds in 30 minutes uh, for the Rouen team in France. You heard Fran Fraschilla say apparently that uh, the French League translates. Here's my immediate reaction to it. Is this Jerome Moiso 2.0? That's the last French play I think the Celtics took. Played it, uh, was out of France, played at UCLA, was not good. Gershon Yabusele. He's projected here. Every projection I'm looking at says he's going to go late first, early second. They took him at 16. Uh, did shoot 44% from the – it was a pretty good – actually, 42% shooter from three. But I have no idea how many threes he shot. It doesn't say uh, <laughs> how many threes he shot. Uh, the positives, according to Kevin O'Connor's draft guide, which is a great draft guide. Explosive athlete, long wingspan, 240-foot frame. Strong at-the-rim finisher, hard to stop on a roll, capable of absorbing finishing through contact. Pick-and-roll threat, shooting ability. Here are the negatives. Post-up skills are lacking. Not a threat to shoot off the bounce. Poor effort on defense. Doesn't get his hand up to contest or hustle to close out on spot-up shooting. Relatively lazy at 16. Uh, Subpar rim protector. So, if you thought like I did, maybe 6'8", 240 rim protector, not so much. Stretch four. Plays like a rock on offense, but like a feather on defense. What's his mindset? Personality very important to his future. Uh, that the breakdown from Kevin O'Connor and his draft guide here tonight. I'll go through a couple more draft guides here to see where they projected him. I am very late on a break. We see you guys lining up here. Uh, your thoughts on Yabusele, your thoughts on Jalen Brown. My guess is not good. 617-779-7937. The phone number, draft talk till 10. Danny Picard till midnight here on Sports Radio. All right, so Jalen Brown at number three. Gershon Yabusele at number 16, the Frenchman, who they call a stretch four, Draymond Green comparison. Boy, this is becoming popular, right? Pick the guy who's changed the NBA and compare all the other picks to that guy. Mutt with you until 10 o'clock, then Picard until midnight recapping all the Celtics moves. They're currently at pick 18 right now. Celtics will draft again at 23. Your thoughts on what they've done so far at 
793.7. I mentioned that they were crediting Yabusele being a very good three-point shooter. He's listed here as having a raw three-point shooting percentage as 43%. Went back and looked how many shots he attempted. He only averaged 1.8 three-pointers per season. So he did not shoot a lot of threes, folks. If they want to tell me he's a good three-point shooter, maybe he is. And his jump shot is being, uh, reading this Draft Express report, his his jump shot is being credited as being one of his strengths. But I have a hard time saying, yeah, great big three-point shooter at 43% when he only took 1.8 per game. So how does that translate to the NBA game? That seems pretty tough. Only one one player has come from France to be an all-star in the NBA. Uh, That is Tony Parker. So we'll see what they got here. This guy feels like much a much bigger project than uh, Jalen Brown. But they look like two guys with the dreaded potential, but no real known step in, get it done. Speaking of Jalen Brown, uh, Jeff Goodman was on our station this weekend. He spoke with uh, Mike Giardi and Rob Bradford. We'll get back to your phone calls here in a second. Uh, Jeff Goodman, who does this stuff for a living, was not very high on the idea of Jalen Brown, doesn't like him very much as a player. This was Jeff Goodman breaking down the Celtics' number three pick over the weekend with Giardi and Bradford. Jalen Brown, I mean, I get why he would seem to fit because of the way the league is going and, and the position he plays, but um, is that is that someone that really Danny, uh, direction Danny would lean in? I don't think so. I mean, again, I, just my gut says he's not going to take a – a guy that's not a skilled guy right now uh, that, you know, you say that's where the league's going. And I say like, all right, he, he's kind of, he's got a, a great body. Like physically he's got a great body already. Six, seven, two twenty-five. He's a man. You can put him in there today. Again, the, the equivalent I'll give you with him is Stanley Johnson, the, the Pistons rookie who kind of looked like a man child, but Stanley Johnson has proven he can make shots. Jalen Brown hasn't. And that that kind of that would scare me if I were the Celtics to bring on another really non-shooter at this point, and, and he may develop into a decent shooter. Same thing with Chris Dunn. You know, to me, you got to move a non-shooter if you're going to draft Chris Dunn. I've said that. You know, you got to move Marcus Smart. You know, who are you moving if you're drafting Jalen Brown? He's going to play the three, which is a position you need to be a scorer. You've got to have a score at the three, in my opinion, especially if you still have Marcus Smart and you, you, you still – Avery's become a good shooter, but he's still not like a lights-out shooter. So I just don't know how you draft Jalen Brown unless you think he's got stardom written on him in three, four years when he gets his shot better. The other part that scares me about Jalen Brown is I'm not sure if he loves basketball. Like, he loves every he's – a, he's a really, really bright, articulate smart kid with other interests and I don't want that in the NBA if I'm drafting <laughs> I want a guy who's just gonna eat breathe and sleep basketball right yeah you just that just you added another red flag to the to the Jalen Brown movement <laughs> he didn't he didn't do how about this he didn't do a single one now again this is like nitpicking to the ultimate degree he didn't do one one-on-one interview all this past year at Cal really not one. Oh. All right, so now you've got three area codes saying <laughs> All right, that's we fine. definitely Rob, I don't, don't want I don't need Rob and Giardi to, to break it down after that. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't care that he didn't do interviews. What do I care? I, I care if he's if he can translate that athleticism to be an NBA player. If he can, they, they got a very 
Uh, they got a pick that could be very good. We don't know right now. It is a major risk at three. But it's also a player with the athletic ability to be a star in this league if he can learn to shoot from all indications. And again, not pretending to be an expert on any of this stuff, uh, but try to educate myself as much as possible. And of all the players that could have taken it three, fan favorites like Dunn and Heald and Jamal Murray, this guy feels like a player at 19 with the most room to grow. And certainly shooting is a big issue. He's got to learn to shoot the basketball. Doesn't do that great yet. But if he does, he might be a total package player for you. Uh, mention your Yersan Yabuseli, uh, the vertical Yahoo Sports and Woj reporting that they are going to draft and stash Yabuseli. So he will not come over this year. You wondered how many picks could Danny Ainge uh, make. It sounds like he's made two with only one player that's going to be a roster player this year, Jalen Brown. They're going to stash Yabuseli away at 16. And by the way, I'll have to do that again here. They still have six more picks in this draft. Is he going to draft all eight guys? Is that what Danny's going to do? With all these other players like R.J. Hunter and James Young and Terry Rozier trying to fight for playing time? Okay, back to the phones as promised. Eddie in Rhode Island on the pick of Jalen Brown. Hi, Eddie. Uh, I, you know what? Of all the players that he could have picked, that's the one I wanted him to pick. Really? This kid, this kid is awesome. There's a video out where he plays against Ben Simmons, and he shuts him down. I mean completely. He's a leaper. He's a runner. He's intelligent. He does need to grow. But look who his coach is. Brad Stevens is going to make this kid explode. We're going to be in two or three years from now, we're going to love this pick. I don't know anything about the French kid, but <laughs> but I, I was hoping they would pick Davis at that pick. Yeah, Devontae Davis, Davis was up there. I'm with you. It would have been a nice big man that inside. That guy helps nice you right away. Right now, because they need rebounding. Yeah. They lost to the Hawks because they couldn't get any rebound, offensive or defensive. But this kid, this kid's, this kid's a real – he may be a little bit of a project, but I don't think he's that much of a Well, one of the reasons, Eddie, thanks for your call, one of the reasons they liked him apparently, he practiced against everybody, one-on-ones against everybody, and apparently held his own in those workouts like Ben Simmons. So that's one of the reasons that you just brought up uh, that Danny liked this kid. Alex in Dover, New Hampshire, has a different take on Jalen Brown. Go ahead, Alex. Yeah, hi. Uh, this, this is my take on it. Um, the, 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 the playoffs prove that uh, if you shut down the point guards, the Celtics are dead meat. They need offense, particularly three-point shooting, in the worst way. I saw this kid play twice, okay? And i got to tell you something. I am very, very, very tired of people like Brown. The reason why I can't shoot is that as the expert you had on a minute ago, if you could care less about basketball, if you start shooting the ball when you're six, seven, eight years old, like I did, I got the college basketball out of it, mm-hmm. you learn the game. This kid Brown's IQ in the game is negative. I couldn't even believe he's got no idea what he's doing out there except using his athleticism. And, and you know, i, I got to tell you something. The reason why people like me, don't have to watch the NBA is because of low IQ players. You know, it's down to the end of the game. You well, there's lower to... IQ players in college basketball, Alex, in the NBA. Come on. He doesn't have any idea what he's doing. None. And here's the red flag with this kid. Five rebounds a game in the Pac-10? Are you kidding me? Five rebounds a game in that conference? I mean that's a joke. Yeah, I I, I hear you. I, I it's he's, ni- he's nineteen. The- he's nineteen and- years old. I, you're you're translating Pac-12 numbers to what he's going to do in the NBA. So, 
We'll see. I, it's it's a risky pick. There is risk involved here. There was nobody at three other than Kirk's guy, Buddy Heald, who'd come in and shoot right away that had a skill set that would translate tomorrow to the NBA. Not Chris Dunn, not Jamal Murray, and certainly not Jalen Brown. I like the athleticism. The caller brings up some fair criticisms of his game, specifically the inability to shoot. He's not a strong shooter right now. He's got to work on that. And if he can't, he's going to flame out of the league or be no better than a role player. They drafted that he, Danny Ainge is gambling that he can and that he's going to be uh, a player that adds that to the athleticism already there, the ability to guard uh, three different positions on the court, and that leads to him being a potential all-star down the road. It is risky, boy, and it was the tough move to make. The easy move, Buddy Heald. Easy move, Chris Dunn. Easy move, which I would have preferred, quite frankly. Trade the pick, Danny. We'll come back and some final thoughts on this. Danny Picard will step in here at 10 o'clock. Speaking of Danny, from Danny Ainge to Danny Picard, he's in at 10 here on Sports Radio, WEEI. All right, here's what the Celtics did. Just getting in your car. I have not had access to the internet. Jalen Brown at number three. Out of Cal, I'll give you one more scouting report. Now that we know what the pick is, this courtesy of SB Nation. Uh, Brown almost has it all. He's a tremendous athlete who enters the league ready to be a versatile defender, and he's a good ball handler who can both bully or finesse his way to the rim. But he needs to improve his jumper and his decision-making to elevate his game to the next level. Uh, SB Nation actually had this right. They had Jalen Brown, number three, to the Celtics. Uh, the pick at number 16, Gershon Yavuselli out of France, where I went through three or four mocks here during the break trying to find him. I cannot find this kid in the first round. I can't. Uh, maybe this will be Logan Mankins, where everyone sort of raises an eyebrow and ends up being an all-pro type player. But from all indications, yeah, Woj and Yahoo say that this is a draft and stash. So Yabuselli, the 6'8", 240, stretch four big man out of Team Ruin in France, Going to play in France again next year. For what it's worth, Kevin O'Connor had him at 43rd, early second round. And Kevin O'Connor's draft guide, I will get this every year going forward. This thing is awesome. So that's where you are right now. Pick number 20 is in. The Pacers are drafting. Celtics will pick again at 23. Uh, I'll try to break a little bit early here tonight so that the, the 23rd pick comes when Danny Picard's on the air. I don't want to break late and have us be in commercial break and they make that pick. So... I will figure out that timing here in the next couple of minutes. Dave and Franklin with the Celtics at number three, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Hi, Dave. How you doing today? Good. How are you, man? Good. Good. Um, regarding the first pick, I hate the first pick. I think it was terrible. Take this kid at number three. I think um, Dunn would have been a natural fit. I think he's going to be a superstar. You look at his size, and he's uh, at you know running point guard. I think he would have been phenomenal. Um, you just write some stats that uh, he, he's a good ball handler. I had heard the guys talking on uh, ESPN about him, and they said that I think he was one of the worst or had one of the worst assist-to-turnover ratios um, in college last year at his position. So I, I think that he's actually exactly what they don't need. Well, he's not He's not a – He it was erratic with the basketball. Uh, assist-to-turnover was not good. Two assists to 3.1 turnovers. So that's fair. Uh, re- 
good handle, but the ball this does slow him down at times due to his uptight ball handling stance. Needs to get lower and get quicker. So that's poor decision making is what led to the turnovers, not the ball handling part of it, Dave. And thanks for your call. Uh, not a good decision maker. And whether that was him being lazy or not, I'm not sure. But when you look at his shooting, the shooting is what scares me the most. Forget the ball handling. Uh, forget the only being 19 years old. When you look at his shooting chart, his shot chart is below average across the board. And only really above average at you know in the left corner if you start looking at some of these NBA shot charts. So his offensive ability scares me. He's going to be able to defend right away. He's athletic. He'll be able to rebound in the NBA. He'll be able to score in the low block, get by guys. But shooting the basketball, that seems to be his big chore. Our final call tonight, and then Danny Picard come in here at 10. Brandon's in Brockton. Brandon, go ahead. All right, boy. Uh, so I want to just make a point. Uh, you know, last year he said, and Ainge came out and said, he was willing to trade six future draft picks, probably including what became the third pick this year. So Justice Winslow, who was the 10th pick in the last year's draft, and now he turns around this year when Philly comes to you and says, all you have to take is one of those six picks you're really going to offer just the third. For Okafor, who was the third pick last year, seven spots better than Winslow. I would have, I would have made that deal turned, tonight. I'm with you. But I, we don't know if that deal was offered, Brennan. No. I would have made that deal. No. Yeah, but you know, I'm sorry. Man. It's just, it, you want to look for some consistency in where you're uh, Brennan's phone cut out there. Brennan, I appreciate the phone call. Your phone was cutting in and out. Uh, I would have made that deal. We don't know if that deal was available. And that's the big question tomorrow. Danny's coming up here at 10 o'clock. Uh, one of the things I know Danny's going to talk about is what we talked about, and that is what were the deals? Danny, not Danny Picard, Danny Ainge. What were the deals, Wick? What did you turn down? What are these bad deals that Wick was so adamant about saying were not good offers? So the pick number 23 is coming up. You'll hear it with Danny Picard next. Don't go anywhere. Uh, on Twitter at Mutt, M-U-T-W-E-E-I. We'll talk tomorrow at 6, leading into Red Sox baseball, recapping all the baseball from today and recapping a crazy night so far in the Celtics NBA draft. Danny Picard is next. Keep it here. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.